Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bill Webster is in for the first time. Superintendent of Lewiston Schools. He's Twitter famous. Mr. Webster, good morning. Good morning, Manny. My pleasure to be here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, not having to make... Well, good for you. You didn't have to make any snow day decisions today. That's right. I might have had to call and cancel if you that see, were the case. Th- is, that's what would have happened too. Like if you'd canceled school, I mean, that would have been yeah, you know, that would have been very awkward. I yeah, think. I would have wanted to stay in bed. I'm sure. But, <laughs> you know, that is the toughest decision that a school committee, a school rather, a school superintendent has to make. Will there or will there not be school? Uh, you remember, just last week we had that day where there were four or five, six inches of snow that had fallen by two a.m. or so, and I made the decision not to have a late start. And I got hammered by uh, quite a few students. Uh, I can understand their concerns, but also by a number of parents. But the bottom line was I didn't think the roads were going to be or the sidewalks much better a couple hours later. So we went ahead with it, and I got a lot of support for that decision as well. But it's it's a no-win decision. Hey, the good news is right now you guys are working on no snow days, right? That's right, although my seniors aren't too happy because they're the one class that doesn't have to make up days. The seniors this year are just, they're getting the business end of it at this point. Because last year's seniors were like, oh, hey, this is great. This year's, nope, sorry. It doesn't, it somehow works in cycles like that. This year's seniors are getting it. So far. Uh, if there is snow in the forecast coming up, though, you can bet I'll be getting a number of Twitter messages from our senior class. I, I am I am sure. And all of them, uh, all of them urging and advising to, you know to uh to move things you've got quite a history here i'm looking at the i'm looking at the some bio. say checkered but yes <laughs> i was gonna say that but you know it, it i you're a first time guest i i didn't want to didn't want to <laughs> rankle it too much born in augusta grew up in hollowell and can you talk about how you ended up as the the superintendent of lewiston schools you did not take the normal path i think that a lot of people no would, i'm still wondering that. about that myself but my, <laughs> my background is uh, predominantly in business i was controller for hannah brothers uh, I owned Haven's Candies in Portland for 11 and a half years. I was with a salmon farming venture. But when I got all that behind me and I had sold Haven's in 2001, I, at the time I was on the board of a private school. I get involved in education, and then I asked the question, what would it take to be a school superintendent? I got my certification by taking a test as opposed to going to school. And I sent out 24 applications, and I quickly got 22 rejections. <laughs> um, but a small district uh, down East Maine took a chance on me. That was in 2006. And then in 2011, I journeyed here to, to Lewiston, and I've loved this community very much. Do you think your business background helps you and gives you a little bit of a different viewpoint than folks that have been in the education system from the beginning of their, their careers? There's no question that with my business background, I have a different perspective. Uh, I'm not sure that always helps me. <laughs> but, uh, um, yes, I, I, I do think that it's helpful having those different perspectives because people that have done the same thing or been exposed to only one thing in their lives tend to be have a different viewpoint. No, it's, I think that's a really good point. And it doesn't even have to – sometimes it might not serve you the greatest, but sometimes you can bring points of view to, 
to folks that might not look at it as a business because, you know, education is slowly becoming a business because there's so much money that has to go towards it because we got to teach our kids all sorts of things. So, and it's changed a lot from the days when I turned on the Commodore 64 and played Oregon Trail in the library. It's, it's, it's come a long way from, from that. I, I hope you made it to Oregon okay. I did. I, uh. Dysentery, though. That happens. <laughs> and sometimes it was tough to ford the river, but that's something entirely different. Bill Webster, he's the superintendent of Lewiston Schools. We'll have more with him coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055, 715 and 20 degrees. The news continues now on the area's only local radio. 20 degrees outside. We continue now with Bill Webster, superintendent of Lewiston Schools. You know, I, I, uh, I read the, uh, the charter, the potential charter, and, and some of the things that would change out of that. Gene Geiger released that uh, over the weekend. And Lewiston Auburn residents, of course, scheduled to vote in November on a charter that, if it was approved, would combine the two cities. And if this passed, what, what, impact, what, what impact does that have on the, uh, the education? Well, for one thing, there'd only be one superintendent. But Katie Grondon, superintendent of schools in Auburn, has assured me she'd try to get me a job as a custodian or as a bus driver. Well, that's that's nice. I mean, that's very generous of, of Ms. Grunton. <laughs> I do think that if uh, Lewiston voters and Auburn voters supported the charter, that there would be some uh, modest savings. Uh, I also think that there could be some enhancements in programming. Uh, maybe a new Edward Little would also include some uh, technical center programs, for example. Uh, the challenge is going to be allowing both school districts to still keep their identity. I think that, you know, that EL Lewiston football game or hockey game or basketball game means a lot to the community, and and what impact will that have? Now, Deering in Portland uh, seems to exist pretty well uh, down there, but there are a lot of unknowns, and I'll be very curious as to what the voters decide. I graduated from a school that ended up merging Spruce Mountain, of course, Livermore Falls and Jay. I don't think the communities have been the same since the schools merged, but they've really, I mean, they took everything out of it. I mean, you're not propose, if you're not proposing a, an Edward Little Lewiston, you know, Edward Lewiston or whatever you'd want to call it, I guess, at that point, you could still call it EL, which would be nice. But um, if you're not proposing that, I, I think you can still keep that, that rivalry and, and things of that nature. But I think if you combine it all the way, I don't know, I think you lose it. So I think that's one thing folks need to look at. But when it comes to cost savings... Well, the high cost of education, you got to look in all sorts of different things. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, you guys are just, uh, Lewiston was approved for a new state-funded elementary school. How's that, uh, how's that going? Where's that standing right now? So we're very excited about that. This uh, state-funded school is going to be located in Franklin Pasture. It will combine our Longley and Martell schools and also give additional rooms to help us ease uh, overcrowding in a number of our other elementary schools we'll be uh, uh, relocating all the playing fields. And at the end of the day, I think we'll have uh, the best elementary school facility in the state as well as the best athletic field facilities in the state of Maine. This will go to voters on June 7th, which is also a primary voting day. So the public is gonna weigh in on this. Uh, It's possible they'll also vote on some local options that would be at local expense, like a larger gym, for example. Uh, maybe uh, to have the school 100% air-conditioned. But other than that, this is a 100% state-funded project, and I'm very excited about it. It's a real plus for the community. That's uh, that's really good news. Um, now, as we just talked about, education does cost money. How, do you, how does the community balance the needs of education with its ability to, to pay for the whole thing? That is a real challenge, particularly in, in a community like Lewiston, where we don't have as strong an economic base as you'd find in a city like Portland. So on one hand, we want the best education for our kids. On the other hand, we've got limits of what we can spend. Lewiston is 
the largest receiver of state support. And the state, in giving us that money, just requires that Lewiston raise a certain minimum. And at this point, the city council and the voters of Lewiston have all been very supportive of that and of education. So we'll, we'll strike that balance as best we can and move forward. I do think that we've got great teachers and educational staff in Lewiston, and they're making a difference in the lives of our kids. Bill Webster is the superintendent of Lewiston Schools. He joins us this hour. We've got two more segments with him. Stay tuned for those. You can listen online at z1055.com. Kevin Mannix will be in next hour talking about the big Tri-County Mental Health Services event. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. This is your local sports flash brought to you by Above and Beyond LL. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on the Z. Bill Webster is the superintendent of Lewiston Schools. He joins us now and continues with us now two segments down with him two more to go you can hear the full interview online after the show in podcast format at z1055.com now i understand lewiston is a member of the campaign for grade level reading can you tell us about that initiative and and what it means yes so this initiative is under the premise that we want all third graders to be proficient in reading by the time they complete that grade level and the research shows that third graders that are proficient are the ones that are going to be graduate from high school and are going to be successful in life. And interestingly enough, the major part of the initiative is not what happens in the classroom, although that's certainly critical. But there are three things that families and parents can help us with. One, before their kids even start school, are they reading to their kids every day? Do they have a regular bedtime? Two, once they start school, they need to be in school. Students who miss 10% or more of school are six times more likely to drop out. Thirdly, students need to be doing something in the summer. It could be a Y camp. It could be something exciting with their family, a trip. But if they're sitting home doing nothing, they're going to lose the equivalent of three months of instruction. When they get back to school in September, it's going to be November before they're back to where they were the prior June. So one of the reasons there, uh, that's one of the reasons why we've greatly expanded our summer programming. And last year we had programming for over 1,200 students in Lewiston. Wow, that's really, that's really good. What, what's the enrollment of the Lewiston schools and, and what's the trend there? Are you starting to get more people in? Yeah. Or? We have 5,500 pre-K to 12 students and that jumped 250 last September. That was 150 more than we had expected. So we scurried around and add eight classrooms that weren't even in the budget uh, in August to, in order to accommodate that. Uh, we're continuing to grow. We're one of the few districts in Maine that is growing. Maine as a state overall is losing three to 5,000 students a year. And it's just interesting to think that uh, Maine doesn't have enough young people to fill the jobs that are going to be uh, vacant in the coming years. Fortunately, though, I think Lewiston is dynamic. This growth is going to keep this city lively and, I think, successful long-term. Talking with Bill Webster, Superintendent of Lewiston Schools. You know, two of, um, two of Maine's largest educational initiatives in recent years were kind of around the educator effectiveness and proficiency-based high school diplomas. How's Lewiston doing on that? I know that that was supposed to start with a, with a class recently. Uh, correct. So on the, on the proficiency-based thing, uh, this has been uh, uh, postponed by the state uh, a year, but uh, all students are supposed to graduate with proficiency uh, over the next uh, five years. Uh, this is a trend that is across the country. 
And I think it is very important that students graduate knowing what we expect them to know. What that means is we can't give them A's for effort. We can't give them A's for a seat time or for class participation. We've got to grade them on based on what they know. We have a lot of work to do on that, but I'm very excited that this is going to better able us to meet the needs of students. In regard to educator effectiveness, Lewiston was one of the leaders on this and across the state. So we've had a new teacher and principal evaluation process that's been in place now for four years, where many other districts in the state have only been at it for a year. Our model actually was picked up by the state and is uh, the one that is used if other districts are unable to adopt their own. That's really neat. That's, uh, that's, that's, like, that's trend setting right there. That's good. We are where it's at. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Webster, the superintendent of Lewiston Schools. We'll have more with him coming up. Kevin Mannix next hour here on The Z. The Breakfast Club. The news continues now on the area's only local radio station. Final segment with Bill Webster, Lewiston superintendent of schools. You can follow him on Twitter. Just look for Lewiston Super. That doesn't mean that Lewiston's super. It means he's the Lewiston superintendent. But, you know, there's only so many. He's super also. Oh, I mean, that too. We already, <laughs> that kind of goes without saying at this point. And, you know, last fall for the first time, you guys offered uh, one-to-one laptops for freshmen at Lewiston High School. What plans uh, does the district have for the use of technology going forward? Yes, this was a big milestone for Lewiston. EL has had one-to-one computing at the high school for some time now. And, you know, we talked about that balance between educational needs and the community's ability to pay. Uh, but fortunately, we found the funding to go one-on-one on freshmen last year. And next fall, it'll be one-on-one for every class at the high school. So we'll have 1,400 students going around, each with their own laptop. Very exciting. We're already one-to-one in uh, the middle school. And I think increasingly we'll be adding uh, technology also in the classrooms. It's not that technology is the end-all, but it's a tool that can help us in our education of students. So we're very excited about that direction for Lewiston schools. That's really, that's really good. All the national focus seems to be on math and English. Is that the, the case in Lewiston schools? Well, there's no question that uh, testing that started uh, over the last decade has resulted in many districts focusing only on those two tested subjects, math and English. And I think most people would agree that it's really gone overboard In fact, the recent uh, new legislation that came out of the federal government is reducing the federal government's role in education. And I think we need to be more conscious of those subject matters because students get excited about education by uh, involvement in science, for example. That can also help them in the English and math skills. So this coming fall, we're going to be starting a new initiative where we're going to be more systematic in our teaching of these STEM activities, science, technology, uh, engineering, math-related, particularly at the elementary level. We don't have science teachers per se. We have those in the middle school and high school, obviously. So I think this is an exciting initiative, and I think uh, our parents and students will all benefit from it. That's, uh, That's really neat. Now, um, tell me about the people who work in, in Lewiston schools. There's a lot of good folks over there that I've encountered in, in my time doing the high school athletics on the radio and things of that nature. We have about 900 uh, staff in Lewiston, and of that, roughly half of them are teachers. And one of the points I try to make is that our staff in Lewiston make a difference in the lives of kids. Now, we sometimes get criticized. Our test scores may not be as high as, say, a Cape Elizabeth. But, you know, I have no doubt that if we were to take our staff 
in Lewiston and switch it to a Cape Elizabeth or a Felmet and switch it, that they would even do better down there than the present staff in those more wealthy communities because our teachers and staff are committed to kids. Every day they make a difference in kids' lives, and I can't say enough and can't be appreciative enough of the effort they do every day in the classroom. Bill Webster is the superintendent of Lewiston School. You know, I have an idea. I, I do have an idea. If, if this whole merger thing comes down and it comes down to you and, and Katie Grondon, I mean, we could do like American Gladiators and get those big Q-tips and you guys could joust and whoever wins, wins, you know? Well, I might have an advantage there because I am a little bigger and stronger, but maybe <laughs> we could sing. How about on air? There could be a sing-off. Oh, a sing-off. that'd be a great That's... Battle of the Bands, maybe. <laughs> you know, there could be... There are, the possibilities are endless on this, you know. I'm thinking, and if if it if it narrows down mayors, you know, I, I've gone for this before. I'm thinking charity boxing between Bob McDonald and, and Jonathan Labonte. Who wouldn't want to see that? You know, that that I would definitely pay to go Every, to. Everyone would would pay to see that. I I would agree. So, Bill, thank you very much. Don't be a stranger, and uh, hope to see you back here. Thank you so much, Matt. Enjoyed it very much. We'll have more coming up. Kevin Mannix will be in uh, talking about the Tri-County Mental Health Services big event coming up on January 30th. I believe Marcy Bernard's going to be joining him. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 20 degrees outside live on the corner of Center and Brabant. The Breakfast Club. This is your Sports Flash for Wednesday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.